everyone and welcome back to another great super cool radio interview i'm your host as always matthew thomas thank you so much for tuning in i have an incredible guest joining me at this time i'm very excited to chat with him he was a member of sylvain sylvain and the sylvains rhythm guitarist for dead boys from 2017 2019 and the current lead guitarist for an absolutely killer band known as the oxys please welcome jason Ginsey kotwitz Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I, I'm very excited to chat with you, and I really appreciate the time. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad to be here. So I know we got a lot to discuss because Oxys have a new album, Generation Irrelevant, coming out. But before we jump into all that, I got a fun question to uh, kick off this interview. I'm curious for you. Uh, if you could have dinner with any two musicians, living or deceased, who would they be? Malcolm Young and Johnny Thunders. Nice. Solid picks. Very solid picks. I like it. I like it. I think we're, we're off to a great start here. You know, my, those, are, those are two of my favorites. And, uh, so, you know, when people ask me, oh, you know, what are you going for with the Oxy's guitar sound? I always tell them, I'm like, you know, Malcolm Young on the right, Johnny Thunders on the left. That's that's uh, that's where, where we go. I, I don't know if we hit that mark or not, but we try. No, right. I could definitely respect. I just recently learned about like Johnny Thunders through a friend of mine, because um, uh -huh. she was talking about like uh, his death and how like kind of like uh, mysterious, you know, kind of how the the circumstances of his his death was. And I was like, I want to look into him, and that's how I, I recently discovered him, probably a few months ago. Yeah, sure. Is it pretty crazy? Yeah, that's a crazy story. I, uh, you know, uh, me and me and my wife got married in New Orleans uh, like five years ago. And we stayed in uh, we stayed in that room that he allegedly died in, in in New Orleans. It used to be room thirty seven, but if you go to the hotel now, they've actually remodeled it. But you know, some Johnny Thunders freak went down to City Hall and got the old plans. You know, and the uh, they they basically made the determination that the actual room he died in is now room number seven. So you know, if anyone out there is traveling for nostalgia purposes and wants to stay in that room well there you go well, that's good information to know uh, <laughs> very morbid information <laughs> well if, any, if anyone does want to you know uh, uh go there at least they know what room it's going to be now yeah right um so that, anything like you stayed you stayed in that room um anything happened any any memorable things or is it just pretty normal well a lot of memorable things but those are all uh, kind of applied to the wedding uh, as far as uh, supernatural things, uh, yes. I didn't really uh, sense much of that, you know. No, I, I should I should have clarified that question a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> focusing on the Oxys now, uh, you guys added a new member uh, fairly recently, uh, Genocide. Um, yeah. How did you guys meet her and, like, determine she was a good fit for the band? Okay, well, this is... There wasn't much thinking that went behind that. So I'd been friends with Holly for years. Uh, and we had some stuff coming up. And our the old rhythm guitar player we were using, he decided he was going to go back to school. 
So he wasn't going to have time to do what we wanted to do. And I just, I was on the phone one day with, with Holly genocide and was like, we're just talking. And I was telling her what was going on with the band. And then I was like, Oh, Hey, you want to play in this band? Like I, 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 I hadn't even thought about it beforehand or given it <clears throat> any thought, but um, you know, she had played in bands in the past and I'd seen her play. I knew she could play. And uh, I know how enthusiastic she is about her bands and stuff like that. So she, she was like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. And uh, I sent her all the isolated tracks for her parts. She learned them, came into practice, and knocked them out. So here we are. And she's been uh, – I'm super thankful for to have her in the band, you know, because she loves to – she does all the marketing, a lot of the marketing – um, on the creative side, she does a lot in terms of uh, all like the social networking stuff that I don't really care about. And um, she actually did uh, our latest video for Mr. Horrible. Like she edited that whole video and everything. So it was awesome. And she's she's been a, a huge asset for us. So I'm glad to have her aboard. Oh no! Right on. Yeah, definitely. Um, sound like she's a great fit. I mean, I've seen some videos. Uh, you know, with uh, her performing with you guys, sounds amazing and uh, very, um, you know, very active behind the scenes for you guys at the marketing and obviously video yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. No, she rocks. She rocks, and she's super fun. So we love having her in the band. <laughs> right on. Very, very uh, glad to hear about uh, you know, her joining the band, and she's a very good fit for you guys as well. So <clears throat> does lead me to uh, the very. Very big reason I'm chatting with you uh, for this interview. Oxys have a new album, Generation Irrelevant. Uh, so uh, what can people expect musically and lyrically from this album? Musically and lyrically? Well, um, in comparison to the first album, the second album is faster. You know, a lot of the reviews from the first album were like, oh, this is totally a proto-punk style record. Uh, the new one is a little more uh, in your face. Um, it's a little more pissed off because, you know, we, we were writing this album during the pandemic. Um, also, our singer was, uh, he basically almost died last year, 2022. He was in a coma for like 13 days and they didn't know if he was going to live or not. And, um, he ended up pulling out, but I mean, th there's there's a lot of that kind of thing going on, you know, where it's 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 a darker album. Some of it's darker and, and just more pissed off in general, a faster album, I guess. Um, it's been compared to a lot of things. I hate to compare my band to anything because I feel like listeners are going to be able to hear it and be like, oh, this, this sounds along the lines of this. Whereas... For me to tell you what it sounds like, you know, I'm pretty much fantasizing about what I'd like it to sound like, but I don't know if it sounds like that or not. I'm just, you know, I just, I write the riffs, I write the songs, and I, I try to write songs that I want to hear. That That's all I can do. No, then that, that is all you can do, but you can do it, you know, in a way that's fun, in a way that, that you want to create music. I've had the opportunity to listen to the first album and the second album, and I definitely noticed that, that change in pace, you know, second album, 
is is faster and it definitely has more of an edge to it uh for like the song you know for the album uh compared to the first one yeah so for you like, do you have a favorite song uh off the the uh new album a favorite song off the new album um I really like the track um, Isolation, the last song on the A-side. I really like that song. Um, I really like the last song on the B-side, Screaming in Silence. Um, I mean, I, I like them all. I, I don't know. Those are probably two that stick out to me, you know, that I, that, that I, I like. No, I, got I knew that was going to be a They're all fun to play. Well, no, that's that's good. I'm glad you you really enjoy all of them too, like off off the uh, the album as well. I knew that was gonna be a little bit of a difficult question. That's why I, I just asked it just out of my own really uh, curiosity. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So for the the song I picked, really uh, isolation, we're getting ready to shoot a new video for that one, and it, that will be the um, the second single released from the record. Oh, right on, right on. Can you give any hints like the what the video might look like? Um, you know, we just picked the place that we're going to shoot it. It's outside of San Antonio. It's, uh, it's just, it's, if it works out, you mind you, it's 110 degree heat. So logistically, if, you know, we don't melt out there, the video will be shot there. But I think we're going to shoot it at this uh, old abandoned mental institution. It's on the south side of San Antonio. It's really cool. Oh, that that sounds really cool. I uh, I hope everything works out for you guys and no, no one melts uh, in the uh, the filming of the video. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we there are there are tons of places we wanted to shoot it at, but it was just we're all sitting there looking at it and the sun's shining down. It's outdoor and it's like, man, we're probably in for another hundred degrees of a hundred degree heat. So yeah, logistically we have to think about that kind of thing, I guess, down here. Yeah, especially in like you know rolling into August and you know the the, the one of the hottest months. So uh, yeah, you have to make sure that you know you guys are gonna be well taken care of and you know yeah. hydrate, hydrate. <laughs> All right, so I and I I was curious. So like, what is like the the writing process uh, for the oxys? Well, the writing process is. Um... What we start doing is we start demoing, I start demoing songs at home. So I basically put together the entire song. Uh, in my home studio, I'll put together the entire song. I'll put, put you know, drums, bass, two guitars. I'll do all the key parts, whether it's, you know, an organ or farfisa or if I even want keys on it. And then I'll try to come up with words or a chorus or some sort of lyrics. And I'll, sometimes I will track the entire song and I'll just basically send the song to everyone and say, boom, here it is. Or about half the time I shoot it over to our singer and he will write lyrics and he will fill out the vocal parts. So that's where the songs start. Um, for the first album, I think we demoed, we had a lot of demos for the first album. I think we had you know, 50 or 60 ideas floating around. And then the second album, we had 50 or 60 ideas floating around. And I just started tracking the third album yesterday. 
like as in actually tracking it. And I think we demoed 50 or 60 songs for that one. So then what we do is we'll go back and we'll pick the 10 we like best or, to, you know, I, we usually put 10 songs on our records. Um, I'll pick the ones that we like best and whatever sequences together well. Like there were songs we didn't put on the first record or the second record that I think are awesome songs. Maybe even better than some of the songs on there. They just didn't seem to sequence well in the grand scheme of the album. So I don't know. We we have a lot of leftover type tracks and stuff like that. No, Josh, I was I was just curious for you guys, uh, you know, the songwriting. But some of you guys have a lot of ideas and a lot of songs to pick from. That even if they don't make it on like this album or the next album, you still have plenty of ideas um, left over for you know more material. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what I do is sit around and write songs all the time, so. Right on, right on. I can dig that. I can definitely dig that. Uh, I, and I did want to talk about, you, you touched on what the like the second uh, single was going to be. I did want to talk about the first single uh, off the album that is Mr. Horrible. I heard there's like a, a story uh, behind the title of that, and I was I would like to hear uh, from you like uh, what the story is behind it. Oh, okay. So... With that one, um, this goes back to when I was uh, doing the thing with Sylvain. And we were doing a residency. Sylvain, Sylvain, and the Sylvains were doing a residency down at uh, a club here in town called Hotel Vegas. So Sylvain was staying at my house for like a month. And one day, I, you know, I, I wandered in there. And he basically <clears throat> was telling me this story about first time that uh Sid Vicious met Freddie Mercury and he said he basically told me that I'd never heard this story before apparently it's not terribly uncommon um that when Sid met uh Freddie he basically walked up to him and he said ask him if he'd succeeded in bringing the ballet to the masses you know, kind of a snarky remark or whatever. And Sylvain had told me that Freddie started calling him Mr. Horrible. That was that was his version of the story. Well, the actual name that Freddie Mercury called Sid Vicious was Mr. Ferocious. But lyrically speaking, I went ahead and wrote Mr. Horrible. And the song is about Sid Vicious. But it's because, you know, I, I, I found the, the story that he told me and the manner in which he did it very charming. So we just, we went with that and it, it seemed to work lyrically a lot better. So story behind that. No, I, I, I heard part of the story, but like, um, but I didn't know it was actually not called Mr. Hor like he didn't call him Mr. Horrible. I didn't know that part. That's no, no, he actually, I, I believe he called him Mr. Ferocious is what. Uh, Freddie Mercury had called Sid Vicious. Um, but yeah, when Sylvain told me this story, he called him Mr. Horrible. I got uh, It happened to work out, you know, for the song-wise, happened to work out, Mr. Horrible worked out a little bit better. Same thing, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, so last thing about, like, uh, the uh, the album and uh, writing music for the Oxys. Then I did want to talk about the live show uh, for you guys for a little bit. So, um Generational Irrelevant uh, is released about eight months uh, after A Day with the Oxy. <laughs> Let me try that again. Generational Irrelevant was released eight months after A Date with the Oxys. Uh, should people expect that kind of time frame for, like, uh, the next album already? 
Yeah, I'm tracking the next album right now. So, so about a similar release time for like the next the. the yeah, album I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, if if everything goes according to plan, yes, yes. Right. On. Well, I'm. I've already been digging the first two albums, and I definitely can't wait for the third one. And the new one is barely not even released yet. So I'm uh, definitely looking forward to it. And I definitely I've been digging what you guys have been doing, um, and I really enjoyed Generation Rove and just listening to it. Like I, it flowed very well. Like I had to listen to the first one, and like I can't stop midway through the album. I have to finish it. It sounded really good. And I'm very impressed. Well, what's your favorite song off the album? Mr. Horrible. That's my favorite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I just like it's catchy it's it's fast paced and like I, I still had I was still like singing it to myself like after I was done listening to it so that's my that's my favorite awesome I wrote that one so I'm thrilled to hear that <laughs> very good very good all right so I did want to discuss uh the live show aspect of the Oxys for a little bit uh, I've seen you guys been playing some really killer shows I think you just played with a, another band who I interviewed recently the Super Suckers oh yeah um so um for you, do you have a favorite song to perform live? Uh, my favorite song to perform live? Uh, yeah, yeah. My my favorite song to perform live is a song that's not on either one of those records. It's actually on the third record. It's uh, it's a song called Idiot Box. We close with it. And uh, that's probably my favorite. That's Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite songs in the set to play. You'll, you'll get to hear that in, a, in several months. But in about eight months, I'm definitely gonna look forward to listening to it. Um, so, um, can you give me hints about like uh, what it's gonna sound like uh, for people who have not listened to it yet, if you have not seen you guys live? Uh, you mean the new album or the that 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 song? Yeah, that particular song. I mean, it sounds it's 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 right on on par with you know the other two albums. It's fast. It's a heater, and it's um. So the the third record that it, that we're doing right now sits somewhere in in between the first album and the second album, right? So it goes back a little bit to that, a little bit of more of a proto sound, um, not as furious as the second one, but it's still it's still fast, you know. It, it sounds like us. It's in between the first two records somewhere. Well, right on. I definitely look forward to uh, checking out when it is released, but I've been really digging uh, Generation of Irrelevant for right now. So uh, I'm curious for you, like, I know you, you write and record a, you know, a lot of music each day. Um, do you mentally prepare differently to, like, perform live compared to uh, recording music? Uh, you know, I don't really do much any mental preparation for it because I'm used to doing it. So I just do it. You know, it's, uh, it comes pretty natural, I guess. I don't have to put myself in any state of mind or anything like that. You know, it's just, you know, I play a show. I'm thinking to myself, Hey, just go out there and rock it, you know? And then if I'm sitting down to write a song. I'm just like, Hey, write something that rocks. <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty basic uh, thing, I guess. I don't, I don't give it too much thought. I just do it. No, I, I like. It. I mean, just show up and rock. I mean, that's what that's what music is. It should just be. It should be fun and should just uh, rock out. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't overthink it ever, really. You know, unless there's something you know logistically going on on the stage that I have to, 
you know, be conscious of. Like every once in a while, you'll play a place like uh, El Corazon in Seattle where there's like a pole in the middle of the stage, you know, and you got to remember that pole's there so you don't knock yourself out, you know. Um, yeah, I the performance in, though, I really don't give it too much thought. I just make sure my sound's dialed in for the room the way I want it. Right, I didn't watch any obstacles on the stage as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I got one more question, and then we'll be wrapping this up. Uh, you know, we talk about the future plans for the Oxy. Before we get to that, uh, it's probably the most challenging question I will ask you, uh, and that is, like, what has been some of your favorite moments uh, from your music career? Mm, boy, that is a, that's a tough one. I mean, there's been a, a, a lot of memorable things happen off the stage in my musical career that, you know, are obviously uh, amusing. Uh, as far as the actual music itself, um, I, you know, I, I can't forget, like, uh, when I did the Dead Boys 40th anniversary, we played at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, that was pretty cool. Not going to lie. Probably the first and last time I'll ever be there. Um, you know, doing some of the older clubs, Ernie, you know, when I, I used to play in a band called Swamp Ass in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, we got to play a CBGB, which is really cool and memorable for me. Um, you know, playing at, like the Whiskey A Go-Go in Hollywood is, is things like that are cool, like the venues. Um I, I, I don't know. I would say the most memorable or my favorite is uh, touring in Japan with Sylvain Sylvain was my, my favorite, probably. That was really super awesome, you know. Um, the shows were great. Um, he, they, they, they treated us like rock stars over there because of him. He hadn't played there since 1975 with the New York Dolls. So when he showed up, it was like, you know, I, I I felt like an A-lister for 15 minutes. It was pretty cool. Oh no, it definitely sounds like I've um, interviewed a few um, one band tour in Japan, and they said like the just the culture and everything is just so uh, widely different uh, compared to like U.S. and Europe that it's it's just it's crazy uh, just the just to be there just uh, and just their hospitality and everything. Yeah, it's 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 amazing over there. Like I hope the Oxys get to go over there. You know, we'll we'll see. I, I hope you guys do make it. Hey, I, I think it's possible for you guys, so I do hope that happens for you. I would I'd love to go to Japan at some point. Uh, my bank account currently says no, so maybe at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive over there, that's for sure. And I got one of my good friends lives over there now, and uh, he was telling me like the prices of stuff, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> do you tell him it's a good thing? Good thing he's over there. You can crash on his floor, right? Save yourself some money. He, he has invited me. I mean. I'm I'm hoping I can make it out there while he's still around. Like he's still. Like, I would take there. I would take advantage of that if you can. I know I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, close out this interview. What are the the plans for the Oxys uh, for the rest of this year, 2023, and into 2024? So for the rest of this year, we're going to be playing regional shows for the next couple months. Um, I know in December we're going to be out in uh, New York City in that area. 
uh, for some shows. Turning the corner into uh, next year, we're supposed to do Spain and Portugal in January. Um, it, we're, we have to finish the record that I just started working on. We're going to work hard to, to finish that record, you know, over the next two months um, and get that one cooking for next year. Uh, shooting a video, you know, here real quick for, for isolation off, off the Generation Irrelevant record. Um, I don't know. We're just going to keep motoring at that pace. Hopefully pick up a tour here or there is is what our booking agent's trying to to do for us. So fingers crossed. I hope you guys got a lot on your plate. I hope everything works out for you guys, you know, between the, the music video, music video, plus like touring, uh, you know, Spain, you know, performing in Spain next year as well. You got, you guys got a lot on your plate. And I, I hope uh, the best for you and the band. Cause it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of awesome things. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future brings for sure. Hopefully right. we can, maybe we can get up to South Bend, you know? Hey, I would love hey. If you're in my area, dude, let me know. I could, I'd love doing it in person with you guys. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Do you got one more thing before we close this out? Uh, where are the best places to find the Oxys online? Best places to find the Oxys online. Well, we have, uh, the Oxys.com, I believe is our website. I, I think, um, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We have a Twitter page. We have a Threads page. We have a TikTok page. Did I mention Twitter? Because we do have a Twitter page. Um, I'm responsible for that. So, you know, it's pretty sparse over there. But uh, we have a YouTube page. Um, we have a Bandcamp page. Bandcamp's good because you can get some merch there. Um, and then, of course, we're on all the streaming uh, platforms, Spotify, Apple, and whatever else i'm sure we're on a bunch of them right on i will leave some links for the oxys in the description of this podcast as well please check out and support them and uh check out the new album generation irrelevant jason i had such a great time chatting with you thank you so much for stopping by super cool radio yeah thanks for having me i really appreciate it of course for Ginchi, i'm your host as always matthew thomas thank you so much for watching and listening to super cool radio and remember stay frosty